Howard Thurman, mystic, theologian, philosopher, pastor, teacher, sage, and God. Howard Thurman arguably could be called the most influential theologian many people have never heard of. His work shaped the freedom struggle, inspired a diverse cadre of thinkers from Martin Luther King Jr. to writer Alice Walker. His book, Jesus and the Disinherited, is the rue or baseline that frames James Cone's black theology of liberation. Reverend Albert Clegg, the founder of the Pan-African Orthodox Christian Church, was a student of Howard Thurman. A civil rights leader, Martin Luther King Jr., a black feminist writer, Alice Walker, a liberation theologian, James Cone, a black nationalist organizer, Albert Clegg. All of them have one person in common, none other than Dr. Howard Thurman. The Inward Journey is a podcast designed to introduce to a new generation the powerful words of none other than Howard Thurman. I believe over the journey of this podcast, you hopefully will be introduced to this mystic, this philosopher, this amazing preacher and individual. I believe will help you deepen your relationship with God. And I have some personal stories that I want to share. My name is Otis Moss III, and I will be your host and guide on The Inward Journey, a podcast about all things Howard Thurman. This is Otis Moss III. Welcome to The Inward Journey. I have with me today Dr. J. Alfred Smith and Dr. Otis Moss Jr., uh, both of them prophetic, powerful ministers who have been influenced uh, by Dr. Howard Thurman. The Inward Journey is your podcast to hear, learn about all things Howard Thurman. Uh, Dr. J. Alfred Smith, you blessed us today here for our Elders Day, but I asked you at the very beginning of worship about doing a recording for Dr. Howard Thurman, and you shared how you had the opportunity to visit his home. How has Dr. Thurman influenced your life? May I begin by saying that I had heard him speak and had read just a little bit about him, but his transformational effect upon me took place when he had retired and moved to San Francisco. They invited him to teach in Berkeley courses on spirituality. At that time, I enrolled in three of his classes and was mesmerized by the genuineness of his spirituality. By that, I mean in my work at Berkeley, I had met people in the Theological Union Seminaries, a consortium of about six of them who knew the content of the course curriculum 
almost by heart, but when I studied under Dr. Thurman, he would come into the classroom with maybe one or two books and open up every class session quoting Psalms 139, making it appear each time that he quoted it with a different inflection in his voice on certain words that made me think I was hearing it again, but for the first time. The second thing that I want to say about him is that he not only knew the Psalms, but he knew the author of the Psalms. And that left an indelible imprint upon my life. Dr. Otis Moss, Jr. from Cleveland, Ohio, also influenced by Dr. Howard Thurman, a graduate of Morehouse College and the Interdenominational Theological uh, Seminary uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Dr. Moss, uh, tell us a little bit about how Howard Thurman influenced your ministry. I met Dr. Howard Thurman before I met him because of my association and the influence of Morehouse men who lifted up his genius, his spiritual genius, his impact on his generation, our generation, and the thinking of all who were touched by him. When I became a student at Morehouse, I had the opportunity of meeting and hearing him several times personally. I see you have one of his great books, The Inward Journey. Mrs. Thurman told me that he carried this particular book with him during all of his travels. He spoke on one occasion at Morehouse on maturity and he said, I can become a man or a woman only when I learn how to negotiate between wish and fulfillment. I heard him preach at the Friendship Baptist Church during my senior year at Morehouse when he spoke from the 139th Psalm. And the pastor of Friendship Baptist Church in Atlanta at that time was Dr. Samuel W. Williams, a student of Howard Thurman, who had been influenced from his youth by Dr. Thurman. In 1965, immediately following the Selma to Montgomery March, Dr. Thurman was doing a series in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I was pastor at that time, and we asked him to give a memorial sermon in memory of Viola Craig Luzzo, who had been killed the day of the final leg of the march, transporting people 
between Montgomery and Selma. And he spoke from a message in this book, The Inward Journey, when he talked about the innocent ones using uh, a thought that he had drawn from, I believe, Margaret Kennedy, that God tolerates humanity because of a few people who are willing to suffer. And I believe the statement he quoted was, their shoulders hold the sky suspended. They stand and earth's foundations stay. One of the most remarkable challenges he threw out in that message was taken from an African-American spiritual. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? And he answered the question this way. Yes, we were all there. But the question is, who represented you? Were you represented by those who chased down and murdered Viola Craig Luzzo? Were you represented by that black young man who played dead in order to save his life and received blood splattered on his body coming from the body of Viola Craig Luzzo. We were all there, he said, but who represented you? The killers, the dying, the suffering, the innocent. Were you there? Yes, you were there. We are there. But who stands in for us? And for whom are we standing for? Uh, I heard him speak on another occasion. Well, let me go back to something else. And Dr. Smith will remember this. After Dr. Thurman retired, from time to time he would hold sessions yes. in his home, hosted by himself and Mrs. Sue Bailey Thurman, his wife, and they would invite small groups to share experiences with them over three or four days. I was in one of those seminars, and that's the first time I heard from his lips the experience at the railroad station in Daytona Beach, Florida, when this stranger that he talks about in his autobiography, when this stranger at the railroad tracks restored his broken dream. And not long after that, it was amazing when I opened 
his book, his autobiography, to see that he had dedicated the book to the stranger at the railroad station in Daytona Beach, Florida, who restored, he said, my broken dreams 65 years ago. He never knew his name. He never had a chance hardly to say thank you, but that stranger made it possible for him to get from Daytona Beach to Jacksonville to pursue a high school education and later to enter Morehouse College. He also had a great sense of humor. He talked about going from the South to Colgate, and he was not properly dressed for the weather in New York. And he said he discovered something, that you could take newspaper and wrap it around you underneath your clothes and then put your clothes on top of the newspaper. And it became a kind of insulation. And he made it through that first winter on borrowed newspaper. <laughs> when he would tell that experience, it, it would come alive. It was better than Saturday Night Live in terms of humor. I learned from him the value of hope and humor. At the same time, I have not had a day in my life since meeting him when some word, some memory did not come out of his life and come alive in my life on my journey. My name is Otis Moss III, and I will be your host and guide on The Inward Journey, a podcast about all things Howard Thurman.